0: Gentlemen, it's only episode 41 of the. Yes, I think it is. Do you hear that? Sat next to me. Do you know who that is? It's It's Linda. Come on, let's hear it for Linda. We do love her. Oh, hello, love. My goodness, what a packed show we've got for you today. Linda, what have you been doing? Where have you been? What have you been up to? Well, I was
1: going to say, driving over, I saw something that can only be described as a sign. You know we've been talking about our Christmas do, our yes. works do, which yes. is basically you, me. You and me, yes. And, me. and uh, Tarawak, of
0: course. Well, he's always with me. Let me just... you come coming, Tarawak, for Christmas! Karaoke, him say, him like Christmas party, pull cracker, etc. Funny Christmas cracker jokes, me like breast, not leg.
1: Oh, Thank you. There we go. He's so, anyway, I was driving along and I saw a massive billboard, and upon the billboard, yes. it said. The Namaste Lounge I know where that
0: is I'm not giving away where we live Is it in? (laughs) Mm -hmm, Yeah, Yeah, okay
1: So I thought that is screaming at me Maybe we go there for some spiritual repast
0: I'm going to tell you something about that place Uh oh This is true it used Is it to be a knocking g- shop? No. It used to be a place where Elton John played in the snug oh. when he first started. Near- I'm not saying where we are, but we're near that place. We're in Elton John country. We're in Elton John country. And I'll tell you something else as well. I never thought I'd be saying this now, but many years ago, I... I went out with a lady, Uh yes, and she worked it nearby there, and we used to meet there for lunch. And and I tried to (laughs) no, I don't want no, no, I didn't. I tried to split up with her, and there was a bit of crying went on. She had her head on my shoulder, oh, and uh, we got kicked out because the people thought we were snogging, and we weren't. And I felt an enormous sense of injustice. Yes, I'm
1: doing absolutely the opposite of snogging. How dare you?
0: Absolutely doing the opposite of that. I mean, but the thing is, he did say. It does look very,
1: very
2: strange.
0: It did look very, very strange. Yeah. Um, so that's we're going to have our Christmas party there. What should we? What should we have? What should we do? Should we play Christmas games? Just you and me. Yeah, you know what I mean,
1: we could play Uno. I'll beat you again. Okay, all right. right. Um, and then we'll go home.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What else have you been up to, my oh, love? Oh, dinner medals. What so, bit, oh, that's something I saw... Do you remember what dinner medal... When you spilt your dinner down your front? Yeah, yeah what's happened with so dinner medals? So the other medals? day I
1: went into work and yes. um, because I'm working somewhere slightly smarter than... Well, you remember the cataract? It was no point getting dressed up for that. No, my God. no, no. So I was wearing a white top, right? Right. Driving in, I yeah. thought I'd take myself a coffee in one of them posh cups, you oh, know, the... Oh,
0: my God. And the lid... No, don't tell me the lid... No, well, no, it
1: just had a dribble on it, and it wasn't um, in my fault. So I had a little sip, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm feeling all corporate, yeah. and look at me, you look all smart. Yeah. And I didn't notice until I, I'd been at work for about an hour and I went to the loo yeah. that I'd sploshed all down my top. Oh, God, it's
0: always, always when you've got a nice, bright shirt on. It, it defies logic. It defies logic, my love. So what uh, did you do? Did you have I a went, change?
1: Went in, no, I didn't have a Put change. Put a bit of
0: tipex on it? No,
1: for the... well, that was a good idea, but we don't use tipex anymore now. We've got computers, up. Uh, I, mean, I don't know Well, last time you were in an office, but I've
0: it's all paperless. Never, I, I've, I've... <laughs> Happy to say <laughs> I have never been in an office. I win! I went Pop yours, you mugs, <laughs> in an
1: office! Hey! I went to the toilet. Just a minute. Congratulations, Clinton, for never having a proper job. Just well to done. remind you. Well done. Go on. Um, I went to the toilet and cleaned myself up in there. Uh, but That aside, <laughs> how did you get with the shirt? But unfortunately, the uh, hand dryer didn't work, so I just had a very damp... Blouse for, oh my for another god! Power. It was terrible. You know, do you just leave it and pretend you haven't noticed, or it just happened, or do you try to clean up? It's it's a, it's an eternal conundrum. Well, it really is. And I tell you what, for those people who are thinking, have I
0: really paid for this? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that entertaining, but it is true. Nah. I think so. So you were so. Just tell me what happened. You had to dry it off.
1: And... I had to sit. Make sure I sat behind my desk for a longer period of time than oh. I normally would and not move because I didn't want to reveal the fact that I had a damp blouse on. Oh, God, well... Okay, originally, I was worried this was going to be shit. But <laughs> <laughs> it turned
0: out to be absolutely... <coughs> award-winning. Yeah. Uh, award-winning. Mm. Uh, I do suffer from dinner medals quite often. I have... This was a terrible occasion many years ago. Oh, my God. I'm, I told, I've told this story before! But I won an award a best newcomer award and I had to go to an award ceremony down in London right and I was coming back and I thought I am the dog's bollocks I was in a suit there'd been some award, an award ceremony I'd been to and before I got on the train I went to Burger King yeah <laughs> to Burger King and I was burger dirty on the train right <laughs> <laughs> and as I was there in my tie and me, my posh suit and all that there was a woman opposite me looking at me and I thought yeah, I look pretty good. I've just oh. I've just won an award. I don't I look good? And she was going on staring at me. I thought, yeah, she thinks I'm pretty good. She likes to cut on my jib. And it's like uh, I see her, but I'm not gonna let on that I I see I'm not going yeah, and I'm just gonna kinda casually gaze out the window, think about my success. I was a bit pissed as well. <laughs> and I'd got rid of the burger wrapping, chucked it in the bin. And when I got home I looked in the mirror and the gherkin had slipped out and was sitting on the knot of my tie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Christ! That's called hubris. It's called hubris, ladies
1: and gentlemen. What an idiot. Hoist by my own petard. I had that once where I thought someone was checking me out. Yeah. I was in the gym. Right. Yes, yes. And I adjusted the seat of the um exercise bike. Yes. And I climbed aboard. And and atop the bike I gave it flipping six now. I was going helpful yes, over on that yes, thing, right? Yes. And I could see someone in the corner of my eye checking me out. I was thinking, yes, oh, yes, yes, I yes. am indeed going this fast, yes. and it's fine. Yeah. I'm not out of breath, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, I went back to the um after me workout, I went back to the uh, changing room and yeah. walked past the mirror. Oh Christ! And what happened? Where I had adjusted the bike, I'd obviously hit some oil. Oh. I had a great big black hand mark right across my face. What do you mean? On your bottom? On your on oh, I face. see. Yeah, oh, so I'd my obviously God. like wipe my brow or something, oh, so it, I look like the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, you one poor half thing. was white, my normal colour, and the other half would very murky. So that's what they were looking at. But no, get never said anything. Oh. And, but my assumption was, yes, mate, I am this hot. Oh God. Well,
0: terrible. I've... We deserved it. I want you to know that still, you are a wonderful, beautiful woman. And... <laughs> And, and so, don't you worry about that? <laughs> no, I mean, there's something about the. I did as much. Once again, repeating stories. But the other day, I told you I went in the gym, and there was the the, the per, personal instructor. Tell it was PT, I think they call him yeah. BT that like yes personal trainer trainer, trainer. Yes. and he said something about um, he said you, you know you're doing quite well what you're doing he said one thing don't do that and he pointed to some woman doing you're know, completely the wrong thing on the machine you know the
1: thing I used to find the most objectionable in the gym not not just the meatheads. Oh, I who hate would, that. Who would do so many reps that you might as well just go home. you never yeah, really get a go yeah. on that go on. thing. it's what? But people you would leave, like, bum sweat on the... Um, you're supposed to wipe it down. you? are supposed to wipe it down. You're Take suppo- a towel,
0: please. You're supposed to wipe it down. I find I don't build up so much of a sweat that I'd even dribble any sweat no, on anything. No, you don't no. need butt marks. i tell you what I've been trying to do is, you know the thing that you do the curls, which strengthens your core? Yes. There? I don't know whether that so does So the one any- where you kind of pull yes, against the wall? Yes, I'm not entirely certain that... Does anything. It does look daft, does it? It does look daft. It looks like it should be doing something, but I'm not convinced. You no. might as well just let's get on with it. Anyone who comes to see my tour will see the new Svelte yes. Clinton Baptiste. You say, Who is this vision? Who is this? And I say, Well, guys, 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 don't worry about me. Don't worry. I know what I'm doing. I know it's extreme, but I know what I'm doing. Don't worry for me. It's all <laughs> Don't control. worry for me. I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> oh, Christ. He doesn't look any different to an ass. Sorry. The fact must right. uh, hey, let's get on with the show and let's get to spiteful and frightful, spiteful and frightful. From uh, take a break, fate and fortune. Can we please have the spooky music, please, yeah. Linda? Yeah.
1: Who says the uh, the subtitle was the malevolent spirit causing chaos in my pub? <laughs>
0: By, by Jan Slurry. S- slurry. Slurry. <laughs> From the pub. Well, that's, that's
1: how you get 39. A throbbing beat reverberated <laughs> through the pub <laughs> as I pulled my umpteenth pint of the night. Not a bad job, I grinned to myself. I was 24 and I'd just started working as a barman at the Talbot, a thriving music venue on in Stoke-on-Trent. It's a man, it's a man, this Jan.
0: One night, as we looked up, I noticed my workmate, Jess, frowning. Someone grabbed me, she told me. A punter, I asked, pretending, I mean concerned. No, I was in the back, alone, she said. Maybe you brushed up against a beer barrel, I shrugged. (laughs) Helpful. (laughs) Unconvincing. But over the next few weeks, several of the barmaids mentioned they'd been groped, even slapped, by an unseen
1: presence. I wonder who it could have been. It's only (laughs) those two in the pub. Then one night, as I was coming down from the flat above the bar, the hairs on Back of my neck prickled. Suddenly, a hard shove right between my shoulder blades sent me tumbling down the stairs. Oh, Christ. Picking myself up, I glanced back
0: up the staircase. But what was I expecting to see? I'd been alone, hadn't I? My increasing worry was that the pub was haunted and only made worse when Jim, the drummer of a band, played a gig one Friday night and came racing
1: into the bar. Something's there, he cried. Hooray! He'd heard someone hammering on the door, peering through the window, and he'd seen the face of an old man ah! twisted with rage.
2: Nearly cheap myself.
1: He screamed, get out, Jim shuddered. When I mentioned what had been going on to the builder's owner... Buildings owner, Ted, he admitted, yeah, place is haunted. That's
0: really strange. Years ago, the Talbot had been a carriage house. It was a busy spot with travellers coming and going, and it doubled as a brothel. Oh,
3: my fucking God.
0: The cruel and violent owner kept prostitutes locked upstairs. I don't know why I'm laughing. Your pronunciation! <laughs> Kept prostitutes locked... It's, people say Brexit. <laughs> Brexit and prostitute. Locked upstairs and it was his ghost we'd all
1: sensed. Oh, right. It's the phantom gooser. When I told Sarah, another bartender, the tale as we cleared up, she wasn't spooked. Well, I haven't seen anything, she scoffed. Oh. Bang! Oh. Suddenly, two sealed shutters flew open, crashing against the wall better, whore, hissed <gasps> a man's voice, hateful oh, and taunting. Christ! Sarah paled, and she quit the next day. The place needs exercising, I told Ted. We
0: arranged for a psychic called Kristen to visit the pub. Closing her eyes, Kristen listened intently to the eerie silence. Your name is Maggie, she asked. You're being held captive. Kristen's eyes widened in fear. Her body jolted as if she'd been grabbed and she spluttered, clutching her throat...
2: Breathe, she choked.
1: Suddenly a rage-filled voice roared, Don't worry about my girls, worry about yourself. Oh! oh!
0: <laughs> Still clasping her throat, Kristin fled. No need for language, is there?
1: Leaving me stood in horror as the now empty room fell silent. This was the last straw and I quit my job. Although I loved working in the pub, that was one spirit I wasn't willing to spend any more time in the company of. Do you get it?
0: And that, unless I'm mistaken, is very much that. 300 quid.
1: Is that it? (laughs) Don't worry about my girls. Worry about yourself, whore. <laughs> oh, isn't that awful, calling someone a whore? I just think he, Jan wanted to say
0: that several times. That is it, Jan Slurry, 39. Well, um, that was a, a, that a short that? one. It was, was short. spiteful and frightful. It was spiteful, frightful and rather fanciful, I would say. <laughs> Shiteful. Well. Shiteful. Anyway, listen, g- <laughs> earlier last week, yeah. I was up in Ilkley again. Oh, you We bar tat Our-bar-tat. That's in a lovely... Oh, it's in a lovely hotel. And um, what happened Yeah, Yeah, it's like a suite. Oh, nice! Any comedians out there or entertainers? a chap called uh, Robson... What's his name? Stroud. And he does gigs up there. And he put me up in a lovely... It's called the Crescent Hotel. Mm. And I had a whole suite to myself. Is it an
1: old place? It was an old place. With the presences. It, full of
0: presences. Absolutely ideal for me. and But a lovely hotel because the day before... And I'm going to come to this a bit later. I stayed in a place in Roncorn, which was shite i don't know whether i told you about it perhaps i'll talk about it later but it was so nice to stay in this hotel in in ilkley it's so nice and middle-class ilkley oh, yeah.
1: oh it's bloody lovely i love a hotel where you can put your head on the pillow and not smell someone else's breath
0: oh, oh it's the best, isn't my it? god absolutely no it was really really lovely i did a lovely gig at hollygarth um community oh no. Nice. yeah it was really nice oh
1: you know what you do I mean people like that, they're into you
0: what, up in Ilkley, yeah, of course, they're into it. They're very spiritual people. It's a very spiritual place, you Ilkley. It's a bit more earthy, isn't it? It's than... a bit rude at times. I do use sweat, I don't say Haw! the whole time, but I do, <laughs> you know what I mean. But anyway, listen, as I was up there, I thought I'd pop into the King's Hall Ilkley, where I am touring with my tour roller coaster. I thought I'd check on the tickets. I yes. went in there all friendly, really. I just wanted them to tell me how ticket's going. But I bumped into Darren Bullmark and Vicky, who's the new something manager there. Yeah. And they told me all about... I just wanted an update on the ghost. This is true. At Kingsley Hall, Ilkley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here again at Kings Hall, Ilkley, with Darren Bulmer. You will remember him for the ghost in the box Darren tell me have you seen any more experience any more ghostly activity? just as still the strange smell of TCP never goes away yeah but you can get an ointment for that Darren if you can there just put, a, if you just is. apply that <laughs> daily go on thank you for that yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, that's good advice yeah what did the just the smell of TCP you didn't hear anything sense anything
4: a um, few chairs rock about up there and Stuff, yeah. I've not actually
0: seen anything. But... A few chairs rock about. Yes, yeah. Darren is backing off from me every time I go to <laughs> offer this microphone in front of him. What's the matter with you? Uh, nervous. Don't be nervous, you big dick. Come on. <laughs> right, listen.
4: N- chairs moving. Chairs move about. The curtains shake about a bit. Bloody hell. Only in the morning, but yeah, must be a morning spirit. Should we try it now? Spirit. Spirit,
0: art thou there? Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Spirit, throw something. Throw something, Spirit. Something thrown in the back room there, but there's some pensions playing table tennis, but it don't matter. In the back. Bit a bit of whiff-whoff going on in the back. Um, thank you, uh, Darren. I will be seeing you when I'm back here in uh, April, I think we established. That's correct, yeah? yes. OK, I'll have the usual rider. I'll have a again, please. And here is Vicky. Now, Vicky is the new... What? Venue manager. Venue manager, right. No one likes to show off. <laughs> Vicky... Now that Darren's gone, you can confirm that you bloody well heard something, didn't you? Go on. I did hear something, What yet. did you hear, Miley?
1: I heard my name.
0: <gasps> <gasps> tell us the story about that. Could it have been Darren dicking you about? No, I actually thought it was a technician, but there was nobody in the building. Tell me, tell me.
1: So, uh, I'd been regaling one of our technicians with many a tale of um, the things that walk in the night and the day at the Alhambra Theatre.
2: Right. Uh, over yes. in Bradford Centre. And Horrifying uh, things, horrifying things what, dreadful amateur, things. amateur dramatics,
0: you get there sometimes. Well, sometimes, yes. yes. okay,
2: God. Um, they're very good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I uh, was, he said the evening before he was going, I was sort of saying, um, are you really, are you going to jump out of a dark corner and try right. and scare me? Yes, and then the yes. following morning, I was in, uh, I was doing some cleaning, I was in the kitchen, and somebody really clearly shouted my name. So... I told the technician to... Do one? Yes, and there was nobody in the building.
0: That is extraordinary. Now, when you say you heard your voice clear as day, no mistaking, you're still convinced of this now, you weren't dreaming, you weren't no, daydreaming? No, it made me jump, because it was so quiet, I knew there was only myself in the building. Did you suspect it so it was a, huge, a man's voice? Yes. Could it, be? because there's another... <laughs> what are you doing down there?! <laughs> Someone just moved a chair <laughs> to be fun. <laughs> Rocking a chair. It was down there, wasn't it, that area? It was in the
1: kitchen.
0: It was yeah. in the kitchen, which is very close. to Someone, some of you might remember that last time, there were two ghosts, one in the box and one down there. And you think it was the one down there near... He had a name or something. I can't remember I'm what he... What sure. da... Darren might have be been making things up. Vicky, I will be coming back here in April. Looking forward to it. Thank you, my love. Please... Make a note of any spooky goings-on, and I'll see you then. Will do. Thank you. Namaste. Thank you. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen... You know we like to solve problems and we, we, we glean these problems from take a break, break, fate and fortune. Yes, because none of you will give us yours. Nobody has been in, uh, written in about this. And this woman here, she's a bloody saint and she knows what she's doing and she's clever. She's intellectual and she's compassionate, right?
1: And I'm nosy. And so she's
0: bloody nosy. Tell
1: me what's been going on with you, please.
0: Absolutely. What can I do to put my jealousy aside? And this is for okay. Keely Pop. And the jealousy is in capital letters, so
1: you know it's bad. You're going to be very jealous. Here we go. I looked out, and I'm engaged to the bloke everyone fancies. Sometimes I can't believe he's with me. He's pretty perfect in other ways, too. Kind, considerate, and attentive. However, there is one glitch in our relationship. Yeah, because she's a witch. His sexual past. Oh. I've only had three boyfriends, but he's had way more girlfriends. I can't stop thinking about his past. What can I do to put these jealous feelings to bed, says Casia, 28 of Roehampton, Surrey.
0: This is what Keely Potts says. You lucky thing, you. Finding the perfect match is a wonderful thing, but you really must let the past go. To help you move on from where he has been, I would love you... (laughs) to move up to where he has been. I would love to give you a ritual called My Bed, My Man. (laughs) It's very simple. You need two ribbons of any colour as long as they are different. For a full day, you both need to wear one ribbon on your... I mean, sorry. (laughs) One ribbon each around your wrist. Then at the end of each day, undress each other. And end up wearing nothing other than the ribbons. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now it's time to make love. Once finished, ugh, remove the ribbons and tie them to the bedpost. <laughs> this symbolises the tie together of your love and lovemaking. What do you
1: make of that, Linda? What a load of shit. Is it, though? Alternatively, instead of all this knobbing about with ribbons... Yeah. Over yourself. Everyone's got a past. You should sow <laughs> more wild oats yourself. But don't hold it against him. Actually, do you know what? Probably a good job. He's had a few more than you because he can show you some tricks.
0: Absolutely. You
1: could have been saying, "Is that your Willie?" To
0: all sorts of people <laughs> by now, couldn't you?
1: Don't blame the player. Blame
0: the game. You know, should have been. Well, oh, you
1: just thank me? Naughty, Naughty boy. boy.
0: But no. Well, I suppose. Do you know what? I mean, I could count the people I've made love with. <laughs> You know, yeah. I know that I don't, I'm not one of these people who's, you know, been around the the, the block m- many times. Yeah. And uh,
1: you surprised me. You can tell. I'm trying <laughs> to tee you up with you to tell. Me. Can you tell everybody? <sighs> I wanted to tell me. No, what no, do you th- me neither. I'm very choosy. Very choosy. But at the same time, I don't think when you get to, a, I mean, she's 28. Right. How many are we talking? What? Unless we're talking like triple figures. Mind your own. It doesn't matter. He's with you now. Well, that's
0: true, but I mean, I suppose if he's the sort of person who has to shag everything, she's worried that you know, that's what he's going to do, he's going to be you know what I mean? Well, she's not saying
1: that, she's saying he's kind, considerate and attentive, so it's just the fact that she knows that she's not the first. Well, I suppose so, but if you have a really attractive boyfriend and you're punching You are a very sexy man. But I suppose
0: you're right, you know, if you say, well, we are together just let bygones be bygones. Exactly, this is now. I suppose so, All right. Well, Can't have been that good, can they? No, but I mean, tying a thing and, and tying it to your bed. And, and ribbons. A bit, I'd be
1: oh, embarrassed, wouldn't you? I would be, yeah. Are my feelings real? <laughs> Only one way to find out, write to a daft magazine. <laughs> I'm a single mum and really close to another mum in a similar situation to me. Uh-oh. Our kids have play dates and we enjoy the odd glass of wine together. However, recently I ended up having a few too many and we kissed. What?! <laughs>
0: Neither of us have mentioned it since, but I can't stop thinking about her. I've never experienced an attraction like this before. Should I talk about my feelings with her or just leave it? Sammy Joe, 27, from Wolverhampton. Well, goodness well, me.
1: It's, it's naughty.
0: What do you think? Well, <laughs> I mean, it's a bit.
1: Well, listen, let's just deal with it as we would if it was a male-female, because we don't have to be heteronormative these days.
0: That is true, although we do prefer the lesbians. (laughs) That gets us going a bit more.
1: Well, here's the thing... Uh, was it just a drunken thing i think maybe it's something that you should talk about just to work out where the land lies yeah let
0: me see what she says we end up having a few too many and we kissed neither of us mentioned it since i guess what i will say is if you've not mentioned it since maybe she liked it maybe you both liked it yeah maybe she's waiting for you to address the situation
1: so i'd have a chat with her about it do we, do we Read the answer Go on uh, Love can come As a surprise But I don't feel A love connection Between you oh. Or Keely, You spoil spot Although there's more To explore in your relationship You asked if you should Talk about what happened And the simple answer is yes Yes Feelings should never be hidden I do feel there's a connection That will open up To be more than friends But she will hold up From commitment So just have fun Remove the labels And see what happens But the first steps Will start over coffee Not booze Right I can also see you're both spending time in a hot tub. Flipping that, Keely. What Bloody you Bloody hell, Christ. Do you like to taste me go on. And that will lead to more than just relaxing under the stars. But at this stage, enjoy your time together. Just a minute.
0: me pot. So she's going, oh, you know, I, I can't, you know, have a talk about it's it. Not, it's love, not love, but incredible. go at it. And then it says, go at it. And so you're both spending time in a hot tub. Doing what? Cleaning it? I don't think so. I think that means. <laughs> now we turn to more of your fascinating ghost stories from the 100 Club from the other night oh my goodness we are in for a treat now I hope you've got your ghost stories ready two ladies over there do you want to come over here nearer to oh my god they've got actual ghost stories that will be appearing in Clinton Baptiste's Paranormal podcast. The only person who's paying for it is him down here. <laughs> but now is the time. Can I have Glow, please, to take the microphone? These two ladies all the way. Do you want to come round here? That's it, as I did ask, but two minutes ago. Don't matter. <laughs> I mean, you heard me, didn't you? Boy. Yeah.
1: There we go, yeah.
0: These two ladies, wonderful! It is perfect. Uh, What are your names?
3: I'm Nicola. Nicola.
0: Why are you talking to me like I'm some sort of...
3: (laughs) I thought you were going to tell me, but no worries, no worries. (laughs) Okay,
0: talk into the actual microphone if you're going to patronise me.
3: Okay, okay, Clinton. My name's Nicola, and this is my cousin... Victoria. Victoria. I love your outfit, by the way.
0: (laughs) Is this lady making you do this? (laughs) I'm not at liberty, to say. Blink twice if you're under duress. (laughs) I think you're supposed to ask for Angela at the bar or something. (laughs) (laughs) What was your name? Angela, wasn't it?
3: Nicola. Nicola. What? Nicola.
0: Nicola, all right, don't get pissed off with me. That's <laughs> instantly forgettable. But anyway, let, let's get on with the... Where have we got there? So... She's <laughs> <just> got props. <laughs> it's not a prop. It's not, this is real life. Oh, go on. Let, OK, here we go. Let's have the story. There is okay. a T-shirt available for a winner. There's various T-shirts. Please begin the story.
3: OK, so we are cousins, obviously, and we, ha- we live together. Yeah. Uh, we have... We, a great-great-grandfather. Right. Um, and this was passed down through our family. Yeah, who do you think I J. Blades? 1882. 1882. We think. We think. We're not sure.
0: Wallet and Gromit, 1882. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's about 140 years old, we think. Yeah. It's a family heirloom. Have some respect. OK. <laughs> the, bathroom, bathroom. the bathroom, bathroom. So, obviously... Clinton, Clinton, Clinton. Okay, so we oh of an evening we put this in our oh bathroom as you would expect. Oh my god! I won't be long. Yeah. Okay. So we put we do pay for your thing, by the way. Just, just thank you, thank you.
0: <laughs> right, can you hurry up with this story, I'm please? Gonna,
3: we put this in the bathroom every night. Yes. In the morning it's in the living room. We don't know why. We want to know is it possessed? Can you can you sense anything? This is our great great grandfather. We're not sure. Yeah. Can you tell us if it's enhanced with the with the spirit world is there anything and how much it's worth? Yeah. <laughs> Spiritually spiritually how much it's well
0: worth. the actual item is probably worth about two quid in a charity shop and the That's story we, we'd, we'd never sell we never one sell. out of ten please
3: sit down thank you very much <laughs> good effort good effort i'm unsubscribing clinton you are oh. she's unsubscribing
0: Don't unsubscribe. <laughs> there's a t shirt for you and your cousin. Yay! Thank you very much. You. <laughs> Easily Aww. pleased. Anyone else with a ghost story? Anyone, anyone, anyone. One here, there's one here. Beat that. Yes, yes, please. What's your name, please?
2: My name is Mary. Mary. <laughs> Mary what can you tell us Mary and make it good please a long time ago when when I was a little girl yes I was told by my mother to go and take a bag of food to my grandmother's house yes and as I ran through the forest she told me to look out for a quick a quack yes as I ran through the forest Are you listening, Clinton? Oh, I'm listening. (laughs) As I ran through the forest, Clinton, I had to say, look behind me for platops, platops. Platops, platops was our old, old ghost that used to run through the forest behind children carrying food for their grandmother. The spirits are very strong tonight. Spirits very strong tonight. as I ran to the forest. Oh, there's more. Right, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? I was coming oh, home. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> and as I ran to the forest, I was running and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Platops, platops. <laughs> platops, platops. That's all I could like, hear behind me, Clinton. Yes. And as I reached... To within an eye shot at my mother's house, I could see I had a mirror in my left hand and behind me. Did I, you? I, did, I, you? I, <laughs>
0: did you? Did <laughs> <In> you? <the rear,
2: laughs> in the rear view mirror. As I ran behind me, I looked behind me in the mirror and I could see the face of Flatops, Flatops. And I had to say, hey, quick, hey, quack. And as I reached him, my mother's house and I pushed the door and I ran inside and I slammed the door and I look at the door and I said hey quick hey quack (laughs) that's the end of my story (laughs) (laughs) oh my
0: god I thought the first one was shit (laughs) Are you from Wales or something? <laughs> Never understood that. Well, that was under funny. Thought somebody about quick and quack, I don't know what that was anyway. <laughs> lovely story. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful story. Anyone else got? Is this man down here? <laughs> You've just got the Wallace and Gromit and the Quick and Quack to beat.
4: Make it good. Clinton. Yes, we're off! My name's Chris, I'm, I'm, I'm from Ramsgate originally, I live in Home Bay, but I we came up here tonight the four of us to see you. Yes, yes. For the second time.
0: Right, another chance you. to hear the same jokes again, yes.
4: <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm good like that.
4: I, I'm a sceptic, I have to say, but yes. I, I've come here tonight, I've paid my money. Yes. And I'm seeing famous dead people on the stage. You're kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> Who have you seen on it? Jimmy Savile and Jimmy Savile! <laughs> And I can't understand why. <laughs> he says to me, "Now then, now then, what you doing here?
0: Did you rehearse that before you came <laughs> out tonight? <laughs> it's just happened. Goodness gracious, what have we? Here? <laughs> <laughs> have you finished? Yes. Very, very good. Very strong." This is for a T-shirt! People pay for the podcast to hear ghost stories! <laughs> Who's got a proper one? Who's got a... Pr- you have, my friend, this chap over here. There's Hi. every chance you're gonna win a T-shirt, <laughs> which you can collect on the way for asking for your money back at the box office.
4: Hi, Clinton, how are you?
0: Oh, spooky. Very well, thank you. What's your name, my friend?
4: My name's Lewis. Yes. But you knew that already. What? You knew that already, right? I
0: did know that already, yeah.
4: So I work at Heathrow Airport. Yes. And one night there was a delayed flight. Yeah. So I didn't finish work till about one in the morning. Right. I I made my way home. Yes. And the pub in the village, I could see that there was a light on in the pub. Go on. And it had a late lock-in, so I thought that I'd join them. Right. I made my way to the pub, knocked on the door and then let me in. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Made my way in, and as I ordered a pint of my favourite lager, which was... Which was Foster's.
0: Oh, fucking hell. That storytelling <coughs> evening class you've been going to. I'd get me money back if I were you. Yeah, you asked for your favourite lager.
4: The barmaid gave me the pint.
0: I handed you the pint, yes.
4: And as I looked at it, yes? like, I can't think of any way other than to just describe this.
0: Yeah? Well, it, briefly would be a help.
4: <laughs> That's one way you could do it. As she passed me the pint, I noticed... Go on. It was headless.
0: It was headless. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Anyone got a proper one? (laughs) Anyone got a proper one? I'll do anything to save this section. (laughs) Now, the other day, I spoke to a bloke called Rob Burton, who's a friend of a friend, and he phoned me from Marbella, and he, he told me this very spooky story, and it's pretty good, this one. I'm joined by Rob Burton now. He's phoning from Marbella in spain um he works in football that's all i'm allowed to tell you rob burton are you reading me
5: i am clinton loud and clear lovely to lovely to meet you
0: honestly this is a real thrill because we're coming to the end of this series and there's every opportunity now to absolutely wipe the top slot off the leaderboard of spooky stories as you regale us rob with your spooky story
5: in the studio then put on the spooky music please rob begin yeah thank you um i'm gonna take us back to 2002 when i was in the um uh, the armed forces based at a large uh base in uh in oxfordshire not i was at Bryce, yeah so walking back um to the uh to the block after uh after a few beers um i remember walking back with a group of sort of four or five friends uh and there was a just as we were walking back to our block, you had to go through the residential area and there was a group of people looking at a house. Um, they looked not really, you know, too distressed, but they were staring up, pointing, looking, so we stopped to see what was going on. And, and we looked up and it looked like there was a person through the hallway window on the first floor hanging from the stairs. Hanging? Like, hanging? Yeah, from, from a rope. Someone, like, hung themselves. Someone thrown themselves off the banister and, and hung themselves.
0: Rob, 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 Rob. Sell it. Sell it, ma'am.
5: Slow down. We all saw it. it. was I'd say there was about eight of us, and we yeah. saw this figure hanging. Um, and what made it real was, even though it was dark and it was moonlit and it was streetlights, you could still sort of make out the shadow of this body on the banisters behind, so it looked like a real, tangible thing hanging down, and it looked, and it looked like a person. Three-dimensional, hanging,
0: and people pointing at it going, Jesus, what's going on in there?
5: We all saw it we all saw it it was a big group of us so one of the groups had already phoned the uh, the, the REF police and the police were on the yeah. way so when they they turned up they'd seen it as well they they came round and looked and Julie kicked the door in Julie kicked the door and Julie who? no no, it wasn't Julie I don't know what he was called but they they kicked the door Julie. in Julie 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 sorry okay don't it, tell me it wasn't a wank <laughs> it wasn't no I don't think so I don't think so they obviously put the lights on and we're watching them and then literally nothing, Clinton. When we all looked up, there was nothing there. It had gone. There was nothing there. The police had come in. We were looking outside and nothing was there. All right. Okay. Okay. Rewind, Rob. Hold on. There were servicemen pointing... Oh, no, it was in the residential area that they were pointing. It was on the base, though. It was on the base, on the... of on 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 Norton's houses and... OK. So, civilians. Civilians were looking up, pointing at this house, and they could see someone. Or, or they were military people. All military. Everybody on there. It was, it was in the It was in the confinements of the, the gates of the, the base. They we were all locked in. So quite sober military, straight up and down the line people, not...
0: I wouldn't say we were sober that evening, but we were all pretty sensible. Really? Yeah. And the people who were pointing—they were other service people—and said, "Look, have you seen that?" And uh, quite a crowd gathered. How many
5: people? Eight, eight to ten. And they'd already phoned the R.E.F. police. They'd already phoned the police at this point. And it was the, the body was sort of hanging down, or as it looked like a body was hanging down. Um, and yeah, they were. They okay. Were the in in the full light of an electric light, or uh... this was when it was slightly let by the streetlights and the the, the dark, the, the moonlight. It was it was dark at this point, but there was enough light to make out um
0: and was the military a- police, the military police turned up hold on i'll let you finish in a minute the military police turned up they saw it as well they broke into the house and there was nothing mm. there
5: but clinton this isn't the first time they've been there Bloody it, it, hell. There, was a, there was a pattern link to this um, oh. uh, called when another family were there that left they didn't like it there there'd been uh, reports of break-ins when there was no breaking and noises and general sort of spookiness i suppose and um, so i think at the time as well i think the house might have been empty as well um but no there was definitely other reports from the police because i knew some of the you know the, the raf culture it's quite a small even though yes. it's a big state, you tend to know everyone and yeah there was the rumors were going around and this had happened before and especially the malicious break-ins when there was smashed so glass and noises and bangs the police had come out and there was nothing there i do believe it
0: I've In fact, I've got Douglas Bader here, the RAF, Second World War hero. I'm just going to... What do you think, Douglas? What do you think? Yeah? Yeah. He reckons it is as well. And if he's lying, he hasn't got a leg to stand on. But what I will say... That's a, that's a joke for you young people there about Douglas Bader, who lost his legs in the Second World War. Um, I do believe that that is a ghost, and so does Douglas. Rob, tell me... What? Well, you're not allowed to. Re- you're going to tell me what you're doing nowadays because you're not in the RAF anymore.
5: No, I am. Um, I work in football now, so um, I, I work um, in the in the wonderful world of um, a football agency. Um, and as as you touched on, I'm in Marbella at the moment, watching one of our young players make his um, his England youth debut. So it's a really sort of special weekend.
0: How the other half live, and it begs the question: Can you get me some nice corporate gigs performing at football clubs? for lots of money
5: and, I will. F- and food and a small rider of some drink and a little dressing room to get changed. We'll have to have a chat and we can work out some uh, commission structures on that. Clinton and see. We- CP- <laughs> okay. Wrong commission structures. All
0: right. Wait, listen, Rob Burton there. And I got to tell you, I think that's going to go to number two in the charts. He's done very, very well. He sneaked in under the wire to use an RAF analogy. Uh, Thank you. Rob Burton. Back to Take a Break, Fate and Fortune now. My psychic journey. At my lowest, I found joy. Bullied so badly, I thought I was having a heart attack. But my pain led to happiness. By Sonia Luff, 49. 300 quid.
1: <laughs> Bear that in mind as we <laughs> proceed. Hands shaking, I took a deep breath and pushed open the shop door, already dreading what the day would bring. I'd always loved working in retail, but lately I'd started being picked on by a colleague. Oh, Every bastard. day I went to work with my stomach churning and my heart thundering. Ugh. I was called names like Dickhead, Knob. <laughs> Doesn't say that. Twat face, cowbag. No, no, don't say that. Made to feel stupid, singled out for things that weren't my fault. It really affected me. Some soon I couldn't sleep or eat. I survived on Red Bull energy drinks. Oh, don't do that. That'll drive you no, potty. no, no, that'd be and bad for you. And constantly felt sick. That'll be why. With a tight, achy feeling in my chest. That'll be why. Yeah. When I started having palpitations, that'll be why. A friend told me to go to the doctors and I ended up pouring everything out. You don't have heart disease, but I do think you need to change jobs, the doctor said. Unlikely. If you would mentioned the Red Bull, he would have said, pack that in. Yeah, that's right. I'd always been a bit psychic. As a six-year-old, I remember my hands burning as I laid them on our pet dog when she was ill. I felt heat emanating from me and into the dog. She'd been ill, and the next day, she was completely better. It runs in the family, Mum would say mysteriously, but I never asked any more but since
0: this bullying any psychic ability i'd
1: had had
0: vanished and all that was left was a horrible constant stress and shaky feeling (laughs) i decided to have a psychic reading and what did the medium say you need to leave your current job.
1: ha! <laughs> Not the whore bit. No, that was what was happening. That, that was earlier. Saying horrible yeah. things to yeah. Yeah. Then she told me about a meditation group near my home in Gravesend, Kent, run by medium, Anne Sharman. A few days later, I went to the group and Anne was amazing. She encouraged everyone to find their inner gift. <laughs> I closed my eyes and imagined a golden column of light. Suddenly, the pain in my chest, the ache, the shaky hands, all vanished. I saw bright, amazing images coming towards me of people who'd passed. Spirits with messages. It was a kaleidoscope of colour. When I'd finished, Anne said she'd help me. I started a spiritual development group, and my ability increased with practice. Soon, I was hearing spirits day and night. It's clear that there's some stuff going on. Make any sense. I found a new job in another shop locally
0: but because i let my psychic ability back in I couldn't switch it off One day an elderly lady came to the till In that moment her husband Hold on In that moment her past husband appeared next to me He whispered in my ear that he wanted to talk to her Part of the sentence involved an unusual swear word Was it Ho! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that to a customer I hissed I beg your pardon love the old lady said go on whispered her dead husband Call her a twat no (laughs) so I took a deep breath and told the lady what he'd said he's standing here with me I added she looked at the space behind me then her mouth opened she burst into happy tears and farted and giggled that's him all
1: right. she beamed oh isn't that lovely a few wonder what the swear word was a few days later, I saw a huge Native American spirit guide behind a woman buying crisps at my till. Crisps? Hold on. In Roehampton with a Native American? You need to do this full time, a friend said. So I started doing tarot, spiritual guidance, and even brought back my old Reiki ability. Oh, well done. (coughs) Well done. (laughs) Then one day, (laughs) I was at a spiritual development evening when my great-grandmother Elsie came through. What? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You have the gift from me. You can use yours. I never could, she revealed. She explained
0: that if she'd used hers back in the late 1800s, she'd been committed to a lunatic asylum. The gift had been passed down the female line in our family. Oh... She didn't have any ability yeah. at all. Could have oh, done I it, could, I could have, have got gone. locked up. It's though. like, oh, I could have been a professional footballer. Yeah, I like, yeah, could have been, could have had trials. I had to miss it that day because I had such a Saturday job in uh, okay. Tesco's. So you know what I mean? Oh, I could have been. My, just hold on a sec. Just stop for a second. Do you remember when I told you about my friend Jim, Yeah. who was mates with David Beckham? Yes. In fact, I may have deleted that so people don't know this, but my friend Jim spent a little bit of time as friends with David Beckham. <laughs> Yes, and he said that apparently what happens is quite often is you know you'll be at Sunday football or something, and da- when David Beckham had his kids playing football, and uh, you people come up and they always want to say, "says to David, yeah, yeah, I could have been there, could have been a professional, yeah. <laughs> had trials with the you know, Aylesbury Town, <laughs> you know I mean? and David just go, oh, right, really? Yeah, he's, he's done it all. Yeah, could have been, could have, could have been. So played at quite a high level. You know what I mean? Don't you get that old time sort of yeah?" I remember occasionally when I've done a bit of television something, you get some supporting artists, nothing wrong with supporting artists, and they do that, yeah, just luck, really, isn't it? Just luck, getting on to... Well, all right, if you want to be my guest, give up your day job, go up and down the country performing, we... good luck to you! Yeah, just luck. You know what I mean? Sods. Bloody sods. You know what I say to them? Oh, my God! Get a grip. <laughs>
1: Anyway, where did we get up to? Sorry. She explained, oh, bah, 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 lunatic asylum. The gift had been passed down the f- female line. That's what we got to, isn't yes. it? I thought back to those awful days of being bullied, of not sleeping, my stomach churning and my heart racing. Yet again, she's missing out the connection with the oh, Red Bull and God, the yes. overuse thereof. Oh,
0: she's such a moaner, this one. Get <laughs> up, pull yourself together, you silly cow.
1: <laughs> there you go, bullying. I'd hated that period of my life, but I realised now I was to be thankful for it. It had brought me back to my psychic path.
0: Now I live in Lyme Regis, Dorset, <laughs> where I run my own tea room. I've also written a book. What a surprise! What well, well, spirits surprise. have taught me, and I do read. good luck to it. I'm donating any money from my book to a local hospice. And
1: the three hundred pounds from this article?
0: No, I'm going down the pub and piss <laughs> that up the wall. I hope my story shows that even when you're at your lowest ebb, spirit is there. <laughs> and alongside you guiding why on earth have i not used this throughout the series i've only just i've only just found that and uh, uh, anyways guiding you waiting patiently for you to find your true path in life oh that's lovely No, that is lovely yeah. thank you very much now, i didn't mean to be nasty about her but you know very often we do find that in these readings don't we people have a terrible time yes. they seek solace in their s- spiritual skill yeah. I'll say it, Linda, yes.
1: and then it leads them on to a better, a better way of doing things. Or they've got a shit life, but pretending they're magic makes them feel special. Well, you're not, you're not pretending to be
0: magic, Linda, is it? It is a bit. It's finding your calling. OK. Is there anything... All right, men? <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you do, Linda, where you think, "Oh, that's stretching it a little"? To make yourself Here's a good question. What do you do to make yourself look a little bit more
1: interesting? Here's a
0: question, Linda. Ooh. Hey,
1: I am interested. What do you mean? I do things to make myself you, look more when interesting. When you
0: meet in Emilio and, and some of your <laughs> and, his, and his young friends, yeah. What do you do to make yourself seem slightly well,
1: more interesting? I do tell them that I work at a school. But I don't tell them that I mean admin. Right. Okay. I will allow them I don't tell them exactly what I do, but I'll allow them to assume Right. That I'm some sort of intellectual. Well, I think if they knew the truth <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, they would be rather disappointed. Yeah. Um. i try trying to think, what do I need to make myself a little bit more interesting? Oh, and the snazzy shoes and jumpsuits. That's that, what I wear, and i tell you what, for my new tour. Oh, it's going to be a spectacle. <laughs> it's going to be a spectacle. So, um, that yeah, that's what I'm going to do. When I come on stage, you will not bloody well believe You'll be it. flabbergasted. You'll
2: be flabbergasted. Agasted.
0: Time now. No, no. Hold on. This is what I'm going to say to you. Linda was telling me the other day you were watching a documentary about the princes in the town. Yes. Weren't you? Uh, the
1: the famous princes. Yes. So that lady who found Richard the Third under a car park. Right. She's at it again. I found a Richard the Third on our <laughs> carpet. <laughs> Was the cat. This time she was doing a little job with um, Judge Rinder. He's been brought into the fold. Okay. Yeah, she probably should try and make an intellectual exercise seem a little bit more accessible for the yes. plebiscite. Yes, yes. Um, anyway, I find it very interesting, but I mentioned it to you that I've been watching this very exciting documentary, and you said, Oh, <gasps> what a coincidence because i'm going
0: to see the beef eaters the beef eaters who were uh, the th- th- f- eaters the a cloth who were at the hundred club the other week yeah uh, invited me along so for this Nearly Christmas special. I went to the Tower of Bloody London, where I went in search of the princes. Which prince? Which which were the two princes? Can you remember? Netherlands yeah. Maybe they were the princes who were married to the, the famous princess from that bloke we spoke <laughs> to a non-specific princess. Anyway, I went to the bloody Tower of London. Let's speak to the beefeaters. Thank you. Yes, I am in the Tower of London with Yeoman Warder Daniel Benson. Daniel, please tell me where we are at the moment.
6: We are now, Clinton, in the Bywood Tower, which is the oldest man guard room anywhere in the world. We have a day watchman here and a night watchman. We've had them on duty for over seven hundred years.
0: Bloody hell.
6: A gay warden and a night warden. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry,
0: sorry. I, I beg your pardon. I thought it was very very forward <laughs> thinking. I beg your pardon. Daniel. Which one of those are you? Never no, matter. Anyway, listen, Daniel. The thing is, you told me this. Is something spooky happened in here. Yeah, yeah. So about fifteen Whoa!
6: years ago. about fifteen years ago. There's a story yeah. where we lock the tower down at night, and at ten o'clock, everything's locked down, and we get rid of everybody who's in. The Yeoman Warder who who is on night watchman yes. then comes into here, right, and sits in here for the whole night and looks after this the gates and the, the, the tower is responsible for the tower. It's cosy in here, doesn't it yeah, look yeah. scary? No. Go on, yeah. Now, one evening, uh, about, like I say, about 15 years ago, one of the Umanwaders is, is getting rid of the public, and he comes in to hear, you see these yes. doors here where we've just come through this Yes, door?
0: yes, yes, yes. And yes. as he steps down
6: here, yes. he hears. Right. He smells a burning fire. Like a log fire. Yes, I know. He comes into here. Yes, we're where now we are going now.
0: Back into the Yeoman Warders yeah. room only. And over yeah. to
6: the left, you've got that.
0: Well, there electric. is a fire there yeah, it's now. Fire, yeah. It's
6: electric thing. Yeah, and that's what it was about 15 years ago. And right. he comes in here and he smells and he hears the wood fire. Right. He looks at the fireplace that we're looking at now. Yes. And there are two Yeoman Warders. Appeared. You're shitting. And they're in old style uniforms and they're smoking pipes. They look at him. Oh, my God. We're yes. cat in here. Yes, we're his. right by the fireplace now. Look at him, exactly like I'm looking yes. at you now. He said it lasted about 10 seconds, but it probably lasted... Well, he felt it lasted a lot yes. longer. Yes, yes. And then they just disappeared. My God. And then he spent the night here. He reported it the next morning about what he'd seen. Yes. But he never did a night shift again. I don't know why. When was this, and do you know this, this about family? Fifteen years ago. Did you no, meet? He'd did go, he'd no, he'd gone. he'd gone. But you could name him on. He, I could all, the name him, yeah. on all the names are
0: on the names. Yeah. All the names on the wall. When, when? When? It's one of those. Well, fifteen years ago would have been what? Two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah,
3: but
6: yeah, you could, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I won't name him. Oh, okay. We're looking at some name names. Him. We're not going <laughs> to name him. I won't name okay. him. Okay. Well, I'm looking at some names. It's one of them up there. <laughs>
6: And he never, strangely enough, never came and did a night shift again. Really? I don't know, I don't yeah. know
0: why. Do, do, I mean, And that's well known amongst the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the yeoman warders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeoman warders. Yeoman warders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. Bloody hell. The beef eaters. Yeah.
0: I tell you what though, so, yeah, I mean, that is... And they looked at him plain as day. How close did he get to them?
6: Like where we are now. Oh, my God. Because he walked straight over and they looked at him and then just disappeared. And all he was left with was the smell of the fire.
5: Spirit?
0: Spirit. Yeah, okay, thank you. Just testing, it's just a thing I do. I Tell me if I'm getting too technical. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Alright. Lead the way. Right. Like Dolph. Come on then. Now. Linda was talking about a new school of thought that says that the princes weren't murdered, Dan. We're by the Bloody Tower. That's, That's not right. using language. We're by the f-ing entrance as well to the Bloody Tower. Tell me about these princes. Were they killed
6: here, Dan? So we believe so, yeah. We believe they were killed in the upper chamber of this tower, the Bloody Tower, like you said. Who were um, they? The so there was uh, Edward V and his brother Richard, Duke of York. They right. were the sons of King Edward IV. They were yes. 12 and 9 years old. Yeah. Uh, they were ultimately brought here by their uncle. Uh, the Lord protector Richard of Gloucester the Duke of Gloucester yes um, he kept them here uh, they were seen so just behind us here on the grass that you can see now but yeah. that used to be an orchard the boys would be seen playing out here Wow enjoying themselves having fun like you know young young boys do yeah uh, and then one evening uh, they' just disappeared now the story says that they were smothered to death yes in the upper chamber of that tower wow. on the orders of their uncle Richard right and um, Their bodies were taken away by a priest the following morning. They were hidden beneath some stones and then moved to the south side of the White Tower. As you can see over there... This is the actual Tower of London. That's the actual Tower of London, the White Tower. Halfway up the stairs, there is a recess, and they, they were buried in there under a secret staircase. Now, they stayed there for 191 years. They were undiscovered, untouched. Right. And in 1674, some workmen found the chest, they pulled it out opened it up probably expecting to find treasure yes what they found was the remains of two small children my god experts of the day they, they said that those were the two boys right. and they were taken to westminster abbey and they were reinterred into innocence corner and that's where they still remain now of course i will
0: ask you this have you ever come across the ghosts of two young boys
6: <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard them screaming so, hear, so we can hear, t- quite often, the yes. screaming, the sounds of two children in this tower.
0: You are kidding. What no. time? In the middle of the night? In the evening. No, just in the evenings when it's screaming. dark. Screaming? Yeah, yeah, screaming.
6: That's screaming not, children. That's
0: not, that's not wind going through That's snow. not the
6: wind, that's not people on one of my guided tours screaming to get out. Yeah. That is the sounds of children screaming.
0: And this is when you're in the, in the room, in the bloody tower?
6: I'll tell you. Uh, I'll you. Yeah, where we're standing you now. Yeah, my yeah,
0: we can God God hear it. Damn, that's extraordinary. Yeah. yeah, that is true. And this this man is a he's a military man. Mm-hmm. He's not going to make this bullshit up, are you? I
6: wouldn't make any of it up. It's no, all true. It's all absolutely, it's all absolutely true. true. Well, seen with my own eyes. Well, well, heard with your own ears. ears, Yeah, yeah. don't
0: exaggerate, Dan, come on. All right, we're here now. We've we've made our entrance, buddy. You don't have to exaggerate.
6: All right, thank (laughs) you. So, also in the Bloody Tower, downstairs, it's famous for where Sir Walter Raleigh was held for 13 years of his life before he was executed. Yeah. And this was his herb garden. And it's often said that the ghost of Walter Raleigh haunts this area. I've
0: seen him on a chopper.
6: That's it, yeah. That, that was his, well, that's he invented his older brother. that. He invented it, didn't he? That was his older brother. Herb garden and... Uh, <laughs> right, yeah, OK. Yeah. What, are oh, you seen here? Yeah, he's don't... seen here, so he's quite often seen the apparition uh, of, of uh, Sir Walter Raleigh tending his herb uh, garden. Did, who sees that? Some of your colleagues? Some of my colleagues have seen it. Good God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me
0: this. Isn't he the one who carried on playing the bowls when they that's said him. the Amada was coming? Yeah, that's him. That's him.
6: You've never seen him playing bowls, no, Randy? No, okay. no. OK. Well, and there's off. often the story of a, a spooky black kitten appearing <laughs> <from> somewhere.
0: <laughs> oh, you cheeky monkey. I was just about <laughs> to say that. There's a little black kitten there. <laughs> Hello. If that disappears, I'll oh, shit myself. <laughs> All right, Dan, thank you. Let's move on. Thank you. <laughs> I've got to say, that absolutely blew me away, meeting Daniel Benson, who is a yeoman warder at the Tower of London. Incredible stories. And just you wait, next week, there is more to come with our Christmas special, more to come from the Tower of London, including an amazing story about Hitler's toilet, which actually exists in the Tower of London. Yes. But now we come to the end of another episode. That's right, Linda isn't here. I'm having to re-record this a few days later because I'm such a buffoon when it comes to technology. Yes, I've managed to delete the last little bit of this episode. It wasn't very much, but it was uh, saying goodbye. Anyway, listen... While I've got you, I just want to say thank you for listening and please do not forget that we are doing more live 100 Club shows at 100 Oxford Street, London, in London's fancy West End on Sunday the 28th of January. Doors open at 6.30, nice and early. I know it's a school day the next day. Make a fantastic Christmas present, wouldn't it? Come on, be fair, it's wonderful. Comedians on, music. Clinton Bloody Baptiste will be on. Please go to wegottickets.com and look for Clinton Baptiste Sunday Seance. And if that doesn't suit you, why don't you come on Sunday the 11th of February instead? Oh, come to bloody well, both of them! Go on, you'll love it. Wegottickets.com, look for Clinton Baptiste Sunday Seance. Oh, and, of course, a chance for you to tell your ghost stories that we will record and put out on this very podcast. I'm channelling Linda, who does want to say goodbye, don't you, Linda?
2: Yes, I do. It's Linda here. Saying I believe Clinton, he's the greatest. Uh,
0: see you next week, everyone. Oh, you are a guide, Linda. All right, till next time. Namaste. Obviously, my thanks to Linda, to Darren Bulmore and Vicky from the Kings Hall Ilkley, the 100 Club London, Rob Burton, all the beefeaters at the Tower of London, and of course, Ruth. Not forgetting Glow with her wonderful playout music here, accompanied so ably by Archie Levy.
5: Thank you. Take blessings on blessings, it's almost religious. Let me know, let me know, let me know. If you gotta, if you gotta take
3: it slow, take it slow, take it slow.
5: Secrets I told
3: But I keep them safe
0: And if I haven't flogged the arse out of this already, just a reminder that I'm going on tour. Yes, a UK tour all over the UK. There's probably 100 dates or something ridiculous. Please come and see my solo show, goaster You'll find t- all the details are at clintonbaptiste.com forward slash tour. Don't expect me to go through all of them, but there'll be, well, there'll be a night near you, and it starts in March 2024, and it goes on right. Right, right the way through to November 2024, if we haven't had enough by then. All right, roller coaster, please buy a ticket or several. And I think that's enough now. Yeah all right fading now.